She experienced the call of God so powerfully in her life, she was ready to run to the river and baptize herself. now a small stream less than 50 feet wide. Centuries ago it was a little more impressive, but now most of the water feeding the Jordan is used for irrigation. It flows from the Sea of Galilee to the Dead Sea, a distance of 70 miles. Yet because the river slowly meanders around the valley it travels a distance of 110 miles. Much of the area isn't suitable for settlements, so it is mostly farmland. In the thick vegetation along the river lived the lions that David killed when protecting his sheep. It was also a strategic line in many battles, as well as the river King David crossed to escape his son's army. Stories of the Jordan River abound. The Syrian general Naaman, who felt he was insulted by God's prophet because he was directed to bathe in a river he considered greatly inferior to those in his own country. But upon swallowing his pride and bathing seven times as directed, he was healed of his leprosy. Elisha saved the day for the school of the prophets by causing a lost axe head to float up to the surface of the water. And we can't forget God stopping the flow of the water so the children of Israel could cross over to take possession of Canaan land. And it is known the world over by Christians as the place where Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist as our example. Jesus came to the River Jordan to be baptized by John, not because he needed it, but for an example for you and for me. In this fresco on the side of the church, however, we see John sprinkling Jesus, not the way because the Bible said that Jesus came up out of the water, signifying the manner in which he was baptized. Still, it's a beautiful painting on the side of a beautiful church. Tonya, we drove today for at least six hours and I thought, when are we ever going to get to our location? And it seemed like there was nothing, just field after field after field. And then we arrive here. Your home is like a beautiful Mecca. It's truly a beautiful corner. That's what I like the most about it. Did you do all of this yourself? Yes. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you. So how many years have you lived here? Ten years. And where did you live before? Kazakhstan. And how long did you live in Kazakhstan? I live in Kazakhstan for 30 years and worked many jobs. I first worked for Heming factory. I 
просто, значит, рабочий, потому что не было, значит, у меня... Then, as an engineering manager. В комбинате работала, работал товароведом, работал начальником снабжения. Now, tell me, you lived during the time of communism? Yes, of course. Can you tell me what that was like? Вы знаете, было очень хорошо. Я бы не сказала, чтобы, значит, нас там притесняли. To tell you the truth, everything was good. No one was forceful, nobody bothered us. We lived a beautiful home. We had amazing jobs. Вот здесь уже, значит, конечно, совершенно стало все другое. But then everything started shifting and we got a notice that we had to leave everything and go. I thank God that I had the opportunity to take all my belongings leaving Kazakhstan behind me. I even had the chance to grab all my needles and treat. There were a lot of nice people that helped me carry all my belongings out. Can you share with me what exactly caused the reason for the loss of your home and everything? I can't really answer that question. I'm not sure. People seemed nice, always polite. We didn't feel uncomfortable. Everyone talked in Russian. Everything was fine. But then everything started changing. Here on the Jordan River, this is the traditional site where people from all over the world come to be baptized. They say the place where John was baptizing, calling people to repentance, remission of their sins, and be baptized in the watery grave and come up as a new believer in Jesus Christ. One day, John looked and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. There's one among you, he said, whose shoes I am not worthy to untie. And people looked. They said, Where? Where? Please don't miss this point, because Jesus was standing among the church, the leadership, the people of the church of that day, and they didn't recognize the Savior, the Creator. My friends, we need to be careful ourselves. We must know Him, not just about Him, we must know him. And Jesus went down into the water is an example for you and for me. Although his official ministry was only six months long, John the Baptist was considered by Jesus to be the greatest of all prophets. He lived and preached in the wilderness around the Jordan Valley and was known throughout Israel. The Apostle John was one of Jesus' closest followers. He recognized the prophetic significance of John the Baptist and began the first chapter of his gospel narrative by speaking of John as one sent from God, a witness to testify concerning Jesus, 
the light that was to light the whole world. The Apostle also speaks of John the Baptist's denial that he was the Christ, instead saying that he was the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Where there is no voice, there is no hope. But AWR is bringing that hope. Stay tuned. As you can see, AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Not only do we broadcast via shortwave radio, but our signal is on over 1,000 FM and AM stations around the world as well. Our podcast subscribers, internet users, satellite downlinks are growing rapidly, evidenced by the 100,000 plus emails, letters, and phone calls we receive each and every year. Yes, AWR is your mission radio. No walls and no borders. For AWR, that means change lives and change hearts around the world because God is using the airwaves of AWR to reach people everywhere. The Apostle John, after his exile to Patmos, settled in Ephesus, or modern-day Selchuk, Turkey, where he fulfilled his promise to Jesus on the cross to look after his mother. Walking among the ruins of the ancient cities I have read about in the Bible is truly an experience of a lifetime. Reading the text at home in my easy chair will never be the same again. It is truly for real. Christian ruins in and around Ephesus include several churches. One is said to be the burial place of the Apostle John, the disciple of Jesus also known as John the Revelator, and the one whom Jesus loved. The Church of St. John was built on a hill overlooking modern-day Selchuk. Just below this hill once stood the Temple of Artemis, one of the seven ancient wonders of the world. The church was built in the shape of a cross. At the center is what is believed to be the tomb of John. By the 6th century, the building was suffering from great neglect and disrepair. So Justinian the Great erected a new and larger church upon the site. On one side of the sanctuary can be found the remains of a baptistry dating back to the 6th century. So during that time, you were an atheist or were you a Christian? Нет, вы знаете, я воспитывалась, значит, у бабушки и дедушки. You know, I was raised with my grandma and grandpa. Вот это вот любовь к Богу еще с малого детства. Почему это вот было? They were Orthodox Christians, and I grew up Christian. Христианкой. Но знаете, вообще-то как жила прекрасно. Я была любима и любила. You know, everyone loved me, and I loved them. И Бога вспоминала только тогда, когда над моей головой нависал какой-то меч. When I was going through hard time, I remember God, and I pray. Хорошо. Конечно, все это опять забывалось. Когда опять опять нависало что-то, значит, то опять, значит, вспоминалось. 
during good times, I forgot about God and didn't really read the Bible. When my husband passed away, I questioned where God was. Did you really have a strong faith in God all of that time, or did it kind of go up and down, or tell me a little more? No. I never really stayed connected with God, unless certain holidays came along, such as Easter or Christmas, that was the time to remember Christ. But overall, going to church or just remembering God, no. But something changed in your life. All of that changed. Can you share with me that story? I became a believer slowly by taking baby steps. Me and my son studied the Bible and had many questions, but no one to turn for answers. There was Gena and Yulia, so we turned to them with our questions. She had set a light and told us about Voice of Hope, so I started receiving lessons. I have never written poems, and here I was writing poems. I started writing poems about the things that bother me the most. People told me that Christ wasn't crucified on a cross, but on a pole. It made no difference to me. All I know is that Christ spilled his blood for me, and I believe that's what really matters. I didn't know we had churches around, but I did know that I wanted to get baptized. 
In the past, I never really thought about it, so wrote to Voice of Hope that I wanted to get baptized, but I didn't have the opportunity. And I told them that I would wait until we were by our home got warmer, and I would go stand in it and say, God, take me, I'm yours. After a short while, I receive a letter. So you were going to go baptize yourself. What happened? Did you? Yes. I wrote a letter and never expected anyone to answer it. Then I received a letter, and I had no idea where it came from and who it was. His name was Ivan Puter. He asked me what my needs were spiritually and that he would come to visit me. I called him, and we had a discussion. He promised to visit on the 17th of that month to baptize me. Valeria and Tatiana all wanted to get baptized. So it seems like God led you step by step in Bible study and the studies and listening to the radio to you saying, this is it. Yes, exactly that. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger. Many of them involve miracles of God, but certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories in the face of death, another radios given by angels, coming to Christ in a Muslim country, these and many other stories. It's simple. Just log on to www.awr.org storybook and you can download your free PDF version of stories from places where missionaries cannot go. Do it now so you and your family can immediately enjoy these incredible testimonies of changed lives from around the world. So don't wait. Log on now to www.awr.org storybook. The House of the Virgin Mary is just a few miles up in the mountains from Ephesus. Tradition says that here, in these mountains, John cared for Mary until her death. The stories of Mary say that she often visited the Holy Land, and on one of her visits she became ill. Conflicting stories now circulate. Some say she died in Jerusalem, and some say that she recovered and returned to Ephesus and eventually died here. In 1891, Lazarus of Smyrna identified this place as the House of Mary, as seen in a dream by Catherine Emmerich in the early 19th century. Although there is no hard evidence, there are many traditions dating back to the Third Ecumenical Council in Ephesus in 431 that say that this was indeed her home. 
The one thing we do know is that John took Jesus at his word and cared for his mother. We also know that John was the pastor of the church in Ephesus. John, Mary, and the other Christians living here frequently experience persecution by local residents. But the love of God is like a magnet calling to even the most hardened hearts. Those who hated the Christians most, once touched by the Spirit, often become Christ's most ardent followers. This was seen in the life of the Apostle John and his brother James, who were once known as the Sons of Thunder. What does the AWR Voice of Hope programs mean to you now? I read the Bible, and at times I don't understand it. Sergei Kuzmin opened up my eyes to those difficult areas that I had a hard time understanding, and Voice of Hope helped me understand them. Now, I had an opportunity to meet your son before we came over to the porch, and he told me that you got him started listening to AWR also? You know, Valera actually painted and wrote poems back in Kazakhstan relating to the Bible, but he did that as a hobby. It was only after his father passed away did he start studying and going deeper into understanding it. And what did that mean to you as a mother to see your son studying and coming closer to God? It's a blessing when the whole family is Christian. We sit down on the Saturdays and read our Bible assignments. Together we praise the Lord. Our discussions are always about God, and I thank God for that. It is truly a blessing. So you now hold church right in your home? Yes. And you're the instructor? The teacher and the pastor? Valera is our home pastor. He reads the assignments. I have a Bible in hand and I read. And yes, that's how we do it. Tanya, I can see that you just glow for God just like your flowers. Yes. Come, you've got to show me. You've got to show me. Tonya and her husband had a good life in communism, but after they moved back to Russia, her husband died. There's nothing like death that turns one's mind toward eternal things. Tonya was ready to listen to the programs of The Voice of Hope. She found Voice of Hope on her radio, and she began to listen. But that is the thing that leads us to the most interesting part of her story. After she listened to the radio and took the Bible course, 
she decided that she needed to be baptized. She wrote a letter to the Voice of Hope offices, but they were far away. She thought, well, I don't think anyone will come to baptize me. And so she determined that if someone did not come within a certain period of time, she was going to go to the river and baptize herself. That reminds me of another listener we had that wrote in some time ago. He wanted to know if he could be baptized by correspondence. Well, that's an interesting thought. But you know, I believe God understands the hearts of people like that and what their desires are. In the case of Tonya, a pastor did write to her and she had a very wonderful and meaningful baptism. I'm sitting here by the Jordan River and this is the very river that John used to baptize Jesus and many other people who had come to repentance. Baptism, you see, is the symbol that Jesus chose to symbolize conversion. It symbolizes death and burial to the old life of sin and resurrection to the new life in Christ. You can help many more people create waves of baptism through the ministry of AWR. AWR is making waves of baptism around the world. If you'd like to join us, give us a call, 1-866-503-3531. Or you can write us at 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904. Or log on to our website, www awr.org. Thank you for watching and please join us again for another exciting gospel adventure because around the world AWR is making waves. <laughs>